We're glad you've joined us on Songs of Praise, an hour of musical reflection to encourage your heart.
Stay, let me weep while you
you're enjoying songs of praise here's some more inspirational music
I walked through the door, I sensed his presence, and I knew this was the place where love abounds. For this is the temple Jehovah God abides in. We are standing in His presence on holy ground. We are standing on holy ground, and I know that there are angels all around. Let us pray. Jesus 
presence we are standing in his presence on holy
stars shine down on me Let your love shine through me in the night Day stars shine down on me Let your love shine through me in the night shine through me Songs of Praise continues with more inspirational music.
they might see and understand how much I love them, then they Questions in my mind, I've been scared. 
But I know that I have a Savior Who knows right where I am and hears my prayers In the midst of all the problems and burdens of this life I will call upon the one who can get me through the night Lord, hold my hand in the middle of my storm When I'm sinking down, Lord, help me to stand When the waves are crashing round, may I keep my eyes on you Lord, you're the only one who can help me get through the middle of my storm. I don't know how the story will end. I didn't see this in the plan you had for me. But I know that I can trust In the one who's working all things for my good Though I may not know the answers Till I reach the other side I will keep my eyes on Jesus Till my faith becomes sight Lord, hold my hand middle of my storm, when I'm sinking down, Lord, help me to stand, when the waves are crashing round, may I keep my eyes on you, cause Lord, you're the only one who can help me get through the middle of my storm, Lord, you're greater than my problems, Greater than my fears, you are greater than my weakness, greater than my tears. You never let me down, and you are here with me right now. Lord, hold my hand in the middle of my storm. When I'm sinking down, Lord, help me to stand. When the waves are crashing round, may I keep my eyes on you. Because, Lord, you're the only one who can help me get through. You are the only one who can help me get through the middle of my storm. still reserved for me can 
listening to Songs of Praise. It's our desire to encourage and uplift your thoughts to our loving Creator God.
the streets of gold, beyond the crystal sea. About the angels singing and the old redemption story And some sweet day I'll sing up there the song of victory Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood He'll love me ere I knew him, and all my love is to him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Join us again next time on Songs of Praise. Brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio to enjoy more uplifting music. Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Alan White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. It covers all aspects of living that contributes to good health like cheerfulness, fresh air, exercise, diet, and positive relationships with other people, to name a few. Crucial also is a personal relationship with our Creator, who gave us life and everything we need for health and happiness. In this book, Alan White deals with sickness of the soul and the healing balm to be found by trusting God in all things. Written in simple, beautiful language, ministry healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards. Hello, this is Rosalie, and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Ellen White. Continuing Chapter 4, Subheading, Ye Shall Find Rest. Circumstances may separate friends, The restless waters of the wide sea may roll between us and them, but no circumstances, no distance can separate us from the Saviour. Wherever we may be, He is at our right hand to support, maintain, uphold and cheer. Greater than the love of a mother for her child is Christ's love for His redeemed. It is our privilege to rest in His love and to say, I will trust Him for he gave his life for me. Human love may change, but Christ's love knows no change. When we cry to him for help, his hand is stretched out to save. Isaiah 54.10 says, The mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my loving kindness shall not depart from you. Neither shall my covenant of peace be removed, saith Jehovah, that hath mercy on you. End of chapter 4. Chapter 5. Healing of the Soul Many of those who came to Christ for help had brought disease upon themselves, yet he did not refuse to heal them. And when virtue from him entered into these souls, they were convicted of sin, and many were healed of their spiritual disease as well as of their physical maladies. Among these was the paralytic at Capernaum. Like the leper, this paralytic had lost all hope of recovery. 
His disease was the result of a sinful life, and his sufferings were embittered by remorse. In vain he had appealed to the Pharisees and the doctors for relief. They pronounced him incurable. They denounced him as a sinner and declared that he would die under the wrath of God. The palsied man had sunk into despair. Then he heard of the works of Jesus. Others as sinful and helpless as he had been healed, and he was encouraged to believe that he too might be cured if he could be carried to the Saviour. But hope fell as he remembered the cause of his malady, yet he could not cast away the possibility of healing. His great desire was relief from the burden of sin. He longed to see Jesus and receive the assurance of forgiveness and peace with heaven. Then he would be content to live or to die according to God's will. There was no time to lose. Already his wasted flesh bore signs of death. He besought his friends to carry him on his bed to Jesus, and this they gladly undertook to do. But so dense was the crowd that had assembled in and about the house where the Saviour was, that this was impossible for the sick man and his friends to reach him, or even to come within hearing of his voice. Jesus was teaching in the home of Peter. According to their custom, his disciples sat close about him, and there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, who were come out of every village of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. Luke 5.17 Many of these had come as spies, seeking an accusation against Jesus. Beyond these thronged the promiscuous multitude, the eager, the reverent, the curious and the unbelieving. Different nationalities and all grades of society were represented. And the power of the Lord was present to heal. Verse 17 The spirit of life brooded over the assembly, but Pharisees and doctors did not discern his presence. They felt no sense of need, and the healing was not for them. He had filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he had sent away empty. Luke 1.53 Again and again, the bearers of the paralytic tried to push their way through the crowd, but in vain. The sick man looked about him in unutterable anguish. How could he relinquish hope when the longed-for help was so near? At his suggestion, his friends bore him to the top of the house and, breaking up the roof, let him down at the feet of Jesus. The discourse was interrupted. The Saviour looked upon the mournful countenance and saw the pleading eyes fixed upon him. Well, he knew the longing of that burdened soul. It was Christ who had brought conviction to his conscience when he was yet at home. When he repented of his sins and believed in the power of Jesus to make him whole, the mercy of the Saviour had blessed his heart. Jesus had watched the first glimmer of faith grow into a conviction that he was the sinner's only helper and had seen it grow with every effort to come into his presence. It was Christ who had drawn the sufferer to himself. Now in the words that fell like music on the listener's ear, the Saviour said, Son, be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. Matthew 9.2 
the burden of guilt rolls from the sick man's soul. He cannot doubt. Christ's words reveal his power to read the heart. Who can deny his power to forgive sins? Hope takes the place of despair and joy of oppressive gloom. The man's physical pain is gone and his whole being is transformed. Making no further request, he lay in peaceful silence to happy for words. Many were watching with breathless interest every movement in this strange transaction. Many felt that Christ's words were an invitation to them. Were they not soul-sick because of sin? Were they not anxious to be freed from this burden? But the Pharisees, fearful of losing their influence with the multitude, said in their hearts, He blasphemeth. Who can forgive sins but one, even God? Mark 2.7 Fixing his glance upon them, beneath which they cowered and drew back, Jesus said, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? For whether is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and walk? But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, he said, turning to the paralytic, Arise, take up thy bed, and go unto thy house. Matthew 9, 46 Then he who had been born on a litter to Jesus rose to his feet with the elasticity and strength of youth. And immediately he took up the bed, went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. Mark 2.12 It required nothing less than creative power to restore health to that decaying body. The same voice that spoke life to man, created from the dust of the earth, had spoken life to the dying paralytic. And the same power that gave life to the body had renewed the heart. He who at creation spake and it was, who commanded and it stood fast, Psalms 33.9, had spoken life to the soul, dead in trespass and sin. The healing of the body was an evidence of the power that had renewed the heart. Christ bade the paralytic arise and walk, that ye may know, he said, that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. The paralytic found in Christ healing for both the soul and the body. He needed health of soul before he could appreciate health of body. Before the physical malady could be healed, Christ must bring relief to the mind and cleanse the soul from sin. This lesson should not be overlooked. There are today thousands suffering from physical disease who, like the paralytic, are longing for the message. Thy sins are forgiven. The burden of sin, with its unrest and unsatisfied desires, is the foundation of their maladies. They can find no relief until they come to the healer of the soul. The peace which he alone can impart would restore vigour to the mind and health to the body. The effect produced upon the people by the healing of the paralytic was as if heaven had opened and revealed the glories of the better world.
As the man who had been cured passed through the throng, blessing God at every step and bearing his burden as if it were a feather's weight, the people fell back to give him room and with awe-stricken faces gazed upon him, whispering softly among themselves, We have seen strange things today. Luke 5.26 In the home of the paralytic there was great rejoicing when he returned to his family, carrying with ease the couch upon which he had slowly borne from their presence but a short time before. They gathered round with tears of joy, hardly daring to believe their eyes. He stood before them in the full vigour of manhood. Those arms that had been lifeless were quick to obey his will. The flesh had been shrunken and leaden-hued was now fresh and ruddy. He walked with a firm, free step. Joy and hope were written in every lineament of his countenance and an expression of purity and peace had taken the place of the marks of sin and suffering. Glad thanksgiving went up from the home and God was glorified through his Son who had restored hope to the hopeless and strength to the stricken one. This man and his family were ready to lay down their lives for Jesus. No doubt dimmed their faith. No unbelief marred their fealty to him who had brought light into their darkened home. Psalms 103, 1-4 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Like a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. To be continued. Join us again next time when Rosalie Rickards continues reading from the book The Ministry of Healing here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio. Let's listen to William Ackland as he shares a psalm from his paraphrase of the Bible called The Gift. David wrote Psalm 30 at the dedication of his house, and the theme is the blessings of answered prayer. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have removed me from my troubles and have thwarted my foes who would gloat over me. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you, and you have healed my broken spirit. You have lifted me up as though from the grave, giving me life so that I should not stay down in the pit. Lift up your voices in praise to the Lord, all you his saints, and give thanks every time you hear his holy name. His anger lasts but for a moment, but his favour lasts for a lifetime. 
We may weep all through the night, but a shout of joy is heard in the morning. When things were going well, I said, nothing shall ever unsettle me. Lord, by your kind mercies, you have made the mountain of my reign stand firm. But when I could not see you, I did not know where to turn. I came to you, O Lord, with strong crying. I presented my pleas to you, saying, What can my lifeblood do for me when I go down to the grave? The dust I shall become cannot praise you, nor will it declare the truth of your goodness. Hear me now, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, I want you to be my divine helper. Then you moved me from doleful mourning to a dance of rejoicing. You have taken off my sackcloth of sorrow and clothed me with a garment of gladness, so that my soul may sing praise songs to you. O Lord my God, I will forever be thankful to you.